I love that theme so much. Uh, hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host, Cyrus, joined by Quan. I was about to use one of the uh, aliases you've been given this week, but I'm going to let you what slide. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, this is a show where we talk about NXT and AEW. Quan, how you feeling? Ashley, I, you know, how you feeling? What's your source on your mood, bro? The source? Um, I'm doing all right, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. Work, work's been wearing me out a little bit. I'm a little, I'm a little tired. Yes, I oh, agree. Brother. But we here. <laughs> I've, been, I've been watching a lot of wrestling. This is the most I've been excited about wrestling in, in a minute, though. I, I, I can't, I can't even lie. Um, so a lot of, a lot of things are changing. A lot of things are moving. Outside of wrestling, I've been chilling, man. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing going on. Same. Uh, I am very tired of work. Um. I can't. Uh, I cannot wait for this for this vacation. Uh, but yeah, my knee is killing me. But that's about it. Wrestling wise, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to watch. I would say, you know, since the whole thing has happened and you know uh, the power has changed hands, the amount of wrestling that I've been watching has gone up by three hundred percent. <laughs> I'm like I'm genuinely excited. Like I look forward to watching Raw and SmackDown, Ooh. and I'm enjoying it. That's, a, that's and a I'm enjoying well. it. I mean, that, um, the, the Raw the three hours is still a little tough. I ain't gonna lie to you. By the time uh, Theory Ziggler came on, one oh. I don't care about. <laughs> I don't care about either of those guys. And two, it was late. It was like ten thirty. I was starting to yawn, nodding off a little bit. And the match wasn't even bad. It was a straight match, but it was, I was just. That three hours, Not, man, it, don't matter uh, how, it don't matter how good the booking is or whatever, or how seamless the show is. Three hours is a long time, dog. Yeah, three, three hours is a long time. Sometimes for Raw, it do just, like, slide by. But, yeah, when when we were all speculating in chat, just like, what's the main event? It got to be Bobby AJ, right? Yeah. <laughs> Why is AJ coming out right now? <laughs> and it's like, it's like not 20. <laughs> yeah, like, I said, oh, no. I said, well, the show, the show's over. I, uh, what is it? My coworker already called out. So I already knew that I had to like, you know, uh, pull, pull, pull some extra weight at work. So I say, you know, it's a good time to go to bed. I got to put me first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, what is it? I like watched it on mute and then I just like went to sleep. Um, you know, so I'm sure the match was cool. I'm sure the match was great, but it just wasn't for me. But you know, Shinsuke Gunter, hey man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm fucking with the the uh, you know the mid card strength. You feel me? Like <laughs> Look, the mid, this is the most focus I've seen the mid card have probably since like '97. You know what I mean? Um, this is it's um it's really interesting. Even, even Shinsuke mm-hmm. had the working boots on. He came out in the black and black and gold. I ain't seen that man wear black and that gold. Boy. I don't think ever. He came the, out a whole the, new color scheme. I said, oh, he, that boy he, came he, he out with the, uh, the Tommy and Dino Thunder. Man, that boy <laughs> came out with the shit on. I said, I said okay, go, man. Um, I'm excited. Like, honestly, like, I know this might be crazy, you know, for some people to hear, but honestly, if they continue this trend of making this mid card, you know, really important and really like seem prestigious. I don't feel as if like a lot of uh, the mid card was like neglected. I didn't really feel that way. I always felt like, you know, 
sometimes they did have the strongest matches on the card, especially for the IC title. I would say for the US, I care about it a lot more than I've ever have. But for the IC title, I always felt like that was something that you you know, it was uh, it was the workers. Belt. It was good. It was good. It was good in a in a way. Um, but if they continue this trend of you know making these mid cards seem like really important you know uh great in these ways i feel as if you can main event a pay-per-view with the intercontinental title on the line absolutely i don't see why not like uh right now i you know i feel like a lot of us feel as if roman's reign is ending fairly soon but like let's say if roman was still a part-timer you could have your, you know, if you just wanted to be absent and really be like, yeah, fucking, I ain't really, I ain't really coming. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you could put the IC title in that like sort of picture if, you know, in, in due time. So I think that's great. That's all cool. Um, I'm like, I'm looking for, like, I, I really, I'm really enjoying uh, what's going on now. And <laughs> I see the pressure is on. <laughs> think so? The pressure's on. The pressure is on, man. Do you think we're, uh, do you think we're the, the the other side is reacting? Hashtag oh, reacting. The, the other side, the other side is definitely feeling the pressure. You feel me? Um, we 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 are seeing a, a lot of deadly mistakes. And uh, what is it? Shout out to Z and uh, in the Discord in our chat. And he's been posting a lot of like YouTube videos of people being like, these are 10 things that AEW need to be aware of. Or like, this could be the 10 things that lead to AEW's downfall. And I'm just like, and, and it's always like a thumbnail of MJF. And I'm just like, MJF is really not make or breaking this company. So, <laughs> and uh, I'm not watching the rest of the video to figure out what the other nine reasons are. Well, like, uh, we're starting to see a lot of these like videos. Is that is that not like interesting? Like, uh, nah. What culture does that? They'll do a couple. They'll do a couple. Oh, are uh, they what culture? Oh, wait, I was yeah, like what culture different videos. stuff. Nah, it was usually what culture. They they'll do no. that every once in a while. They give they'll put out like a little batch of like quote unquote negative kind of videos towards <laughs> a to every once in, yeah every once in a while <laughs> they throw one of those out there. That's all that is. But um, uh, I think this time they got they look man. It's not. <laughs> It's you can't you know what I mean you can't blame the uh the previous regime anymore you know what I mean because there's a new regime over on WWE AEW really got to like be on their game now they can't like before AEW had the benefit of being you know just being slightly better than whatever the fuck they were putting on Raw and SmackDown which wasn't well you know which wasn't much these last what ten years but now Raw and SmackDown are quality shows at least for the last you know month we've had so far. Mm-hmm. AEW got to step it up. Now they really be got to be on this. Oh, I talked about adversity, and now this is this is for real adversity. Now even and you got your guys back. There's no excuses. You got Punk back. You got forty uh, percent of Kenny Omega back. I mean, we got you got guys. Hey, so- hey man, I already said it two weeks ago. Kenny Omega is not that like he is not that ace. He is not that Joker in the playing cards that people think he is. He is a ten at best. Mm. Kenny, like I'm, Kenny Omega is not like, like we said, he has no real foothold in North America. 
like New Japan has never really helped out with that. And I don't feel as if AEW has done that either. So Kenny Omega coming back, that is a poker. That is a, you know, whatever. That is a heavy hand for people that were already tapped in. This is not something that is going to like elevate AEW. And I feel like having Punk and Moxley feud is like much better. Like that, those are your jokers. Those are your kings, queens, and aces for real, for real. Uh, your deuces or whatever. Um, Kenny Omega's not that, 10 at best. Um, and then for another thing that I really feel like they probably have to worry about right now is that like, you know, that article came out where people f- are feeling optimistic about going to the WWE now, or at least like trying, like that gotta be a slap in the face. Um, and yeah. AEW's playbook is all, like kind of just a cheap imitation of what Hunter was putting out uh, on black and gold. But now he in charge of the whole goddamn thing now. So how are you going to play? He can't play the book better than the motherfucker that wrote it. Um, so good fucking luck. And then, you know, Discovery willing to make the chop whenever. It's kind of crazy. But I think AEW know, would be all right. For, at least from yeah, the Discovery yeah. standpoint, I think they should be okay. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think that AEW is going to be like okay at the like, what is it? The eight, the 800, 900, absolutely nothing to sneeze at. I think we said that a few weeks ago. Like that is nothing to sneeze at at all. But <laughs> I don't like, you know, yeah, they're getting these good ratings and stuff like that. But like, is that going to get them? a bigger TV deal the next time around or whenever that like happens in the next few years or whatever. Like if they get the same budget or like, you know, discovery low balls them, I think that would be uh very unfortunate, but we'll see what happens in the next following years. I don't think AEW is just going to like fucking crumble out of nowhere as, as like those videos are like uh, putting in the thumbnail, but it is what it is. Um, but besides that, wrestling is uh, wrestling. There's absolutely nothing happening outside of these major promotions. Uh, Man, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Trying to find news for in the trenches this week was rough. It's so really nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And then you talk uh, about outside of it. I know G one's going on, but I feel like this has been kind of the the quietest I've seen about you know any talk in regards to G one. I see stuff here and there, especially the last couple of days because the the finals is coming up. I believe the finals is Osprey versus Okada, um, which I'm sure will be a, a fine match. New Japan, man. The wor- the worst promotion in Japan. I'm sorry. Jeez. Jeez. That shit is ass, yo. <laughs> and uh, what is it? I was like, uh, you know, I was looking at New Japan's mentions and it was just like, somebody summed it up like, you know, really well. It was just like, okay, so we got fucking Tamatonga, Okada, Will Ospreay, and Naito in your final four. And then you just go with Ospreay uh, and Okada again. Hey, and why is Tamataga like, in the final four? Ew. He beat, he, beat Jay White. He, he beat Jay White to get that spot. Ew. Tamataga? All right. Oh, somebody literally just replied, New Japan is creatively bankrupt. And I said, absolutely. 
because what the fuck like there is no story here like uh like the story is literally jay white beat him and then they're just like gonna fight again but that's it like there's nothing else going into that um not that i i uh i used to feel like new japan was very like story heavy uh in the when, past when they, like, when they had the when they had kenny and the bucks over there when it was story heavy i feel like or, at least kenny i think kenny was really the storyteller over there okada too i'll, I'll say okada as well um and naito but other than that i feel like a lot of those guys didn't really have <sighs> new japan's in a weird <laughs> spot man it's something they need at first i thought it was that you know the pandemic they needed you know the outsiders back any kind of americans or europeans and then I realized it's not that. It's that whole roster just needs to be like it's been the same guys yeah. in the same spot for years now. No one's really moved anywhere. I feel like they haven't really invested in their youth like they think they should. I um, mean, it's been, it's been, I think it's I think it's really hard for them to really focus on their youth because you know I I've I've probably said it before on other podcasts, but I'll say it here now. I've been saying it for years. Having these young lions just fuck off for three to four years and then coming back and we're supposed to remember who the fuck they are is crazy. Yeah. Shota right now being over there and goddamn uh what is it in in the UK for RPW like uh Refro mm. during New Japan's most important time of the year. <laughs> like yeah, they gotta, I know I know it's tradition. They gotta do something with that system or how they bring up their young guys. I feel like it's not it's not I working that, for them anymore. I know that system worked really well for dudes like Naito, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Not Okada for the most part, because I think he did uh, he did some of his shit in TNA and then you know whatever. But I don't scurgeon. know. I yeah, I, I don't feel like this excursion like process is like doing all that well. Or like kind of doing a lot for the Japanese talent. Like I think it worked well for uh Jay White at least, but Master Kawado, hell no. Dude's a nerd, yo. <laughs> Sorry, uh Kwan is chewing. I don't I decided to eat mid podcast. But um, yeah, man, I, I always felt like uh, New Japan was just like not really interesting. And then uh, what is it? I think like I think it was like Block C of um, G1. I was just like, this is the worst block I've ever fucking seen. Tama Tonga, dog. They uh, what is it? I don't know what block it was, but the block just kind of had all the foreign talent. You know, it had uh, Phantasmo. Chase Owens, you know, kind of just all the, like the fucking fodder of uh, New Japan. And I was just like, you really going to have like these dudes duke it out instead of like, you know, kind of having to mix it up with your main eventers or your like your real talent. Like that shit's crazy, yo. Um, I, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't get into, uh, I can't get into New Japan, man. It is really fucking hard. And then, um, Do you want to talk about the GCW thing, or we can just really just be like that nigga nasty, and then we can move on? I don't want to talk about it. defund hashtag defund GCW. Enough is enough. It's, it is time for a change. <laughs> you know, you know. I don't even want to get into GCW. I want to talk about the indies as a whole, the American indies in twenty twenty two as a whole. Yes. Every day, every clip I see from GCW or any other promotions. I understand 
why Vince and Triple H and all of them don't go to the indie to find guys anymore. These niggas don't know what they're doing out there whatsoever. People are throwing terrible punches. People don't know how to sell. It's just, uh, it's sad. I don't think any, I, me personally, all these names I hear on the indies recently, they, when I go see them, they don't do nothing for me, man. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think these guys are very good. It's very rare. There's maybe like one or two guys in the indies right now that I think even are even worth anything, even for like AEW. I uh I will agree with that sentiment uh as well. But I felt I felt that for a really long time. Like even when like AEW was starting, I was just like, who the fuck are you guys gonna get? And then they got niggas like Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy. I was just like, Jesus Christ. And absolutely right now on the indies, yeah, there are not there is nobody. I'm just like, yeah, that's somebody they might want to really invest in or like, man, I can't wait till this dude sign a deal. I think there's like probably like two people out there, like yeah, speedball Mike Bailey still being out there, not signing anybody is fucking criminal to me. Can, can, can he? What's his status right now? I know he wasn't allowed in America for a minute. Yeah, that that uh if uh, I think he I, might be an impact or something, he's an impact. He's he an is, impact. Yeah, he's an if impact. he's an impact, fantastic. That is, you know, yeah, he's, he's an impact. I think he is a fantastic talent that is still out there. Um, Tony Dippin. Um, I don't know much about him. No, he's a he's a GCW dude, but I do think that they could do something interesting with him. Uh, give him some part, like uh, give him some personality, and then, then like that's it. He's good to go. I do think he's like a decent worker. Like you know, just scrub out all the fucking Indiaisms off him, and I think he's like good to go. Just tell him to tone it down, and I think that's a really good talent right there. Um, I haven't seen this dude in a really long time, but when I saw clips of him, I thought he was really nice. Treehouse Lee. Um, that is. I never heard that name. He, uh, I seen him on the you know. Uh, I seen one of GCW he, show. Wait, he's black, right? He, he's the black, big black dude, dude with the beard. Yeah, okay, uh, no, yeah, I've seen he's him. like a tall black dude, and he has like a, a blonde beard. I thought that was a really interesting look. That is, you know, that's probably it for the indies right now, man. I'm not, I'm not looking at any of these other, you know, these white dudes like they really something. Um, and Effie, outside, no, stop right there. And Effie, um, I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> cut that shit out. That's nasty. Don't ever do that again. Yo, I, I wasn't gonna talk about it, but I want to talk about it. <laughs> I want to talk this dude Effie man I only time I ever see this dude get a buzz or any kind of traction and when he doing some weird shit in the ring it's always some weird shit I don't care about this dude's sexuality what he's into I I just me personally as a normal human being I don't want to see a wrestling match where a man is, is simulating masturbation in the middle of the ring that's I don't think that's and uh, not not uh, even like a not even like a jerk off motion. Like dude, hand is in his pants, hard cam, and he's like fondling. Like even if he's not jerking off, dude is fondling his nuts in the ring, and I don't really <laughs> want to see that dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you know. What I mean, people want to say, "Oh, you're you're uh, uncomfortable because he's queer or this or that." Like no, nigga, like <laughs> that's just a weird thing to do in the ring for anybody. Yeah, uh... I don't know. Um, I get. I, I'm giving him the same energy I gave Gigi Dolan when she's on. When she was on the indie doing weird shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just, I don't care. It doesn't matter about who you are. Just the fact that you're doing that in the ring, like, is very weird bizarre, and very weird behavior. I I don't understand it too well, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, for the rest of the indie stuff, man, I'm sorry. There's nothing really that uh, 
that interests me. And plus, like a lot of the people out there, usually, you know, since AEW is not really barring off anybody from, you know, going to, you know, uh, other promotions or the indies. So you kind of just see the same dudes. That too. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. We got to figure something out. Because these, these, <laughs> these kids come, these kids coming in, man. We, I, I don't, I'm ready to I give don't. up. Fuck them. <laughs> take me, take me to the NFL tryouts, man. Uh, give me the D1 that, athletes, bro. That's why point. when I was just like, you know, when Regal, uh, when William Regal got clipped, I was just like, shit, what more talent scouting this nigga had to do? There's no, there's no more talent out there. Okay, I will say I believe Seth was at one of the GCW shows recently. I don't know who he was looking for, but, but he was there. Oh, what is it? He he was out there and he see two ball truckers fucking headbutting <laughs> each other. He said, "Not them niggas," uh, and then left. Um, Unless he had, a, he must have had a student on the show or something. I don't know what he was doing over there. Yeah, probably, um, but no, that that uh, I'm not I'm not seeing uh, the future uh, over there in uh, GCW. <laughs> but uh, let's get into uh, in these trenches, man. So we got a couple quotes here. <clears throat> this is uh, Shawn Michaels uh, talking about running NXT. So let's see what we got going on here. <laughs> All right. Ashley, Quan is going to read this because I don't want to. <laughs> <clears throat> when Hunter first left, it became all me, and certainly from a television standpoint. Matt Bloom is the head coach who takes care of everything from the PC trading standpoint. But when it came to NXT 2.0 television, that's something myself and my team took over creatively. I know a lot of people thought Vince and Bruce were doing that. I can promise you they did not have the time to do NXT television. If it's good or if it's bad, that's on me. I mean, he said it like he said, it like he said man. I know a lot of people were off on NXT 2.0 because they assumed – Vince and Bruce were writing it or a part of it, but I mean, Shawn Michaels, he said mm-hmm. it. It was it was all me, and he didn't have to do that. He could have been like, "Nah, yeah. Vince was some of it." He could have threw Vince under the bus if, if he really wanted to. I mean, there, there, there's no there's no really point in doing that. And then you know, once again, it's just that time where everybody just there. You know, there's a face to the name. You know, yeah. um, they they said that you know Vince and Bruce saw what was happening over there at the PC and decided you know. Hey, a lot of this shit ain't working. And a lot of it wasn't. And then they switched it up. And then they were just like, oh, you know, Vince took it a whole taking over the whole thing. Hunter's not there. Yada yada, this and that. And then, you know, it, it, it's just a face, face to the name shit. And then, you know, Shawn Michaels would be saying this right now, and there'll still be people being, you know, people that would just be like, oh, he, you know, he's lying. This also confirms that Shawn Michaels is extremely horny on Maine. And he, oh, definitely was, Come on. and he was definitely the one looking for Ali J on Instagram with her like thousand followers that she probably had. <laughs> Yo, I wouldn't. I still want to know how they found this, that young lady. I can't. I, yeah. I gotta know. I can. I cannot wait. In the next 10, 20, <laughs> you know, 10, 15, 20 years, or we get the NXT 2.0, you know, documentary, <laughs> like the the rise of. And then we figure out who the fuck found Ali J, bro. <laughs> who found Ali J? Who was the horn? Someone, uh, someone was insanely horny to find out Ali J on Instagram. I, I, I know it was Norman Smiley, bro. And then he pulled up on it. He's like, hey, man, Sean. So the kid's Norman into, Smiley. man. <laughs> How old is Norman Smiley? 
I don't know, and I don't know why he talks like that in my mind. <laughs> I know, he de- I'm pretty sure he's an English accent. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea how this man sounds. I'm pretty sure he has um, an English accent. Um, he's only 57. I thought he was much older than that. I'm not going to lie to you. All right. Yeah, yeah. he locked in. Um, <laughs> he locked in. <laughs> but no, nah, I, I, can't, I can't wait for that. And then, honestly, like, shit, I wasn't going to blame nobody but Sean. <laughs> on, on, on here, I was just like, Sean, you got two weeks to fix this shit. And I don't even know. I don't even remember if I what I said that about, and if he fixed it or not. He, he, he ain't fix it. Whatever it is, he ain't fix it. <laughs> I don't remember even what that was about, but uh, yeah, that was it. I'll tell um, you this much: I haven't used the Shawn Michaels Booker of the Year meme in a minute. It's been a long time since I used that meme. <laughs> it's been a long time. Come on, man. Hey, he 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 give he giving us a lights out match, bro. It's so which funny because on, on the A show, they were just talking about the only other light south match that WWE did, which was um <laughs> Booker T versus The Rock. Mm-hmm. I believe on the go home of SummerSlam 2001, <laughs> where they does were also that, wrestle each other again. <laughs> does that lights out match follow the same rules? Is just low lighting and it's like a street fight? I don't even remember. I don't. I remember it being like a mess. It wasn't very good. I think it was low lighting street fight style. I remember. I believe Booker won because you know the Rock lost all the time. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't understand the lights out match as a stipulation. What is the low lighting give you an advantage for? <laughs> you can be sneaky or you can poke an eye. I don't know. Step on a oh foot. Oh lord. Like I, I I don't get it. We're gonna we're gonna turn the lights down low, and then we just go beat the shit out of each other. Such, like such what is like? <laughs> they mean? got the uh, what is it? They got the uh, the violet LED light, <laughs> the, the bisexual mood lighting. The That's the lights out match. <laughs> um, but now I'm looking forward to that match. I'm not even gonna lie, but um, I don't really understand the lights out match thing. Um. Parker Bordux Boudreaux. Elite. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Bordux? Bordux. <laughs> like a like a Pfizer medicine. Um, I'm yeah, bored Park, of watching Park. this nigga. Good <laughs> bored of watching. Um, so I did I did watch um Rampage last week. It was Parker Bord Bordeaux against I'm calling him Harlan. It was Harlan versus Sunny Kiss. He squashes Sunny Kiss later on in the show. Um. What's my man's name? Ari Davari versus Orange Cassidy, which was a, actually a decent match. They had a match, and then um, at the end, Satnam Singh comes out. You know the whole the whole deal. Whoever, not not mm-hmm. Satnam Singh, Slim J, and all them. And then Sunny Kiss comes back out. She's like to save the day, and then she kicks um Orange Cassidy in the dick. So now she has joined the the Trust Busters, Truth Busters. Um. So yeah, they gave Sunny Kiss something to do, and uh, <laughs> he with Slim J, and I can't believe Slim J is still around. And um, Ari Davari, and then um, and Parker Purdue, Purdue. So that's um, congratulations to Parker Brudeau for um, becoming all elite. That's all I got for that one. Yeah, man, prayers down. Um, I don't think I don't think this is a good signing. Um, I don't know what the fuck you saw on NXT 2.0. Well, I don't know what the fuck Tony Khan saw on NXT 2.0 and say, yeah, we need this nigga right now. 
Yeah, over other people who, you know, he, he still hasn't signed like Willow Nightingale but yet. You know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> yeah, but we're like, we'll always have them on the show, but not sign them. Like, yeah, it's uh, very, very interesting. I saw a lot of people just being like, why'd you, why he signed like two, two random dudes. Uh, what is it? Uh, formerly known as Asher Hale on NXT. And then I was just like, this motherfucker had to quit because he couldn't pass a physical and you signed him. I mean, clearly they don't care about that over there. No, anybody. Like, what? That's crazy, yo. And then you have perfectly good, healthy women that you, you know, you have on a per, uh, Per appearance basis, huh? Shout out to uh, Penelope Ford. I mean Pen- Penelope Ford for getting on um Rampage this week. So that's always nice. Penelope. See Pen- 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 never seen that video of uh, uh, Booker T trying to pronounce Penelope's name. <laughs> he called it Pen- <laughs> no. like Penelope. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, you can imagine. Some you, can, you can wow, wow, okay. <laughs> but you can imagine like Booker T's voice <laughs> and him reading that. He like. Um, this new girl, uh, Pen- Penelope, in the way he, <laughs> he said it with such conviction, like he knew that's how it's supposed to be said. Uh, really I gotta send it to you. Who is she even facing on Rampage? I forgot. I, I just remember, I just, I just remember I saw Penelope before I got excited. I know she's gonna be jobbing whoever she's wrestling. What'd you get excited for? <laughs> she's I, was like, oh, look at, I was like, oh, I'm Penelope forward. I'm just happy to see her. I hadn't seen her in a minute. Oh my god, yeah, there's nothing to really be excited for right there. Um. Next topic, we got Randy Rhodes was spotted at the Performance Center. Now, this brings me a great displeasure to knowing. Um, <laughs> I wish I didn't know this. Why is she at she the was Performance there. Center, dog? You know, you know why she was there. Why is she at the Performance Center, dog? The, the, the black bitch is back. Let's go. It's been, uh... it's been, a, it's been seven years. But she's finally home where she needs to be. We're back, baby. Let's go. Clap it up. No. Clap it up. Clap it up. No. Brandy Watch. Sasha who? I'm I'm so Sasha who? We got the real black bitch now. Let's go. Clap it up. Oh my god. Oh man. The real black bitch. That's crazy. Real black bitch. Sasha Banks is Japanese, bro. Come on now. Um (laughs) also Penelope Ford wrestling Athena. So no. The real black <laughs> on, on our uh, on our Mari Miller, you feel me? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> no, the, the, the real black bitch. Um, but not that is absolutely insane and crazy. But um, I'm not looking forward to whatever comes out of that. But that should be a wild ride, I guess. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think you're ready. I'm absolutely not ready. Uh, for our last topic, this is my. Favorite I thought, story of the week. I thought this is absolutely my favorite story <laughs> of the week as well for two reasons: is that this is a non-story. Well, three reasons. This is a non-story, or like you know, people are trying to gas it up is like you know a thing. The author of this is going on Twitter just being like, "Oh man, you motherfuckers want to tap into this one? You don't want to miss this." And I was just like, "Jesus Christ, I get this is your first, but this ain't really shit." Um and <laughs> it's wrestling, who cares? Uh <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. WWE reaches out to an AEW wrestler about a possible return. We don't even know that. We just know it's a reach out. All we know is that the AEW, I mean WWE agent reached out to an AEW wrestler 
Said AEW wrestler either snitched to Tony or snitched to Fightful directly to let us know that WWE <laughs> reached out to. <laughs> what a dweeb. Whoever did that is a dweeb. The biggest dweeb. You have to be the big. Not about your paper. You're not, not about, about your, your money paper. Oh, it, Absolutely not. Even if you um, love being at AEW like that person said they were, which is fine, but I just don't see the benefit. Why do you have to tell for, tell yeah. Fightful? Yeah. Tell what, what, what do you gain from that? Oh, like I'm seeing people go, oh, how dare WWE try to, huh? Who cares? Like what? Like people, what is it? People are just like contract tampering. That shit don't even mean nothing in, in NBA. No, I do. <laughs> you can, yo, Magic Johnson said that another team name, another player on another team once on TV, they gave him a tamper. They gave him a fine. So the NBA don't play around when it comes to tampering. But that's the NBA because they have an actual rule for it. They don't rule in wrestling. For, uh, you who, know, the fuck, who, another, the, who the fuck going to find WWE for this shit? Who's who the governing uh, body of the wrestling? You know what I mean? The fucking, <laughs> uh, the, the Adam Smoke Silver wrestling. Niggas, like, yeah, the territory the niggas N- are coming back. NWA council. Like, like, yo, come on, bro. What the who, fuck? Who is the Adam shit? Silver of, of wrestling? They're like, hey, no, Triple, Triple H, you can't do that. Like, who got who gives it's a just shit? funny. People try to make this some kind of like fucking morality thing. Like, bro, it's pro wrestling, guys. Who cares? Neither bitch is business. Fun. Yeah, and this is fun. I, 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 I can't wait for talent poaching. From both sides, it's gonna be fun. That's what this was about. That's what we wanted, right? <laughs> this, this is what I'd be talking about. Niggas keep asking for the attitude era to come back, and then when attitude era shit happens, they don't like it. It happens every every time. Both ways. I, 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 I really don't understand the <laughs> the vitriol or like you know the upset or like you know the outrage over this. Is this? Yeah, niggas is making moves. This is such a non-story. And what Can is you it? Speculate? These, you want to speculate? These, I want to speculate. Yeah, but these motherfuckers got one, two, three, four, like five paragraphs out of this. And it's just like, <laughs> this is nothing. Uh, feel free to speculate. All right, I got my top three. People who snitched. Okay. I, these are not facts. I have no sources. I'm just saying out of my oh, head. You, we know you ain't got no sources. All right, look. So, right, number one, because I think she's corny. Athena, off rip. Number two, I think he's corny. Dax Harwood, and the number three, Swerve. Those are my three. I'm sure that's the case. Uh, or, <laughs> like you know, that that those are very likely picks um, because you know they actually been to the WWE at some point in time. My picks would be anybody that is trying to get on this goddamn show, trying to use this as leverage. Uh, you know, you know, WWE probably ain't even reach out for real. I don't think you can't. I, it, probably, it would probably be an agent and just like, yo, what's up? How you been? What's going on over there? You know what I mean? Nothing crazy. <laughs> Somebody just hit up. You like it over there? Yeah, man. <laughs> and they hung up the phone. They, they treat they uh, treat you good. They treat you good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'll probably go with Athena. Uh, I'm not a big fan. So I don't like her. Well. You know, that's, yeah. that's it's very rare. Where I don't like a wrestler. Like I don't even know this person personally. I don't like her, bro. I like that yeah, energy uh, she's giving off. Definitely not a fan of what she's been showing us. Like I'm sure she's a great person that you want to play Fortnite with and shit like that. But I'm not playing Fortnite. With no, her, no, so. I think it's the opposite. I think her in ring is fine. I think she comes off just lame every mm-hmm. time I see like her kind of talk about stuff. 
just comes off really lamely unlikable to me. I don't know. I don't obviously I don't know her personally. That's how I feel about it. Um, not uh, I wouldn't say I'm much of a fan, uh, for real. So her um, probably like a Miro or some shit. Probably Malachi Black. Miro. That would be my three. It could be Miro. I don't know why Miro. Maybe you know maybe Miro like yo. I want to be on the show. Why is he not on the show? I don't care. It's so <laughs> weird. Is that not weird? I don't. Like, no, I don't think he really. I don't really think he adds to the goddamn show. I don't know what the fuck is this Miro praise. I really don't understand it. I've been know. so puzzled about what what got everybody so hyped over the Redeemer. This nigga goes, he cutting Bray Wyatt promos, and then he don't even be on the TV. <laughs> and then I'm just That's like, what the fuck y'all niggas getting excited for? I was I was excited for, when he came back at um in the at the forum. I was excited to see where we're going with that. And then I feel like we just never went anywhere. <laughs> yeah, maybe like I mean, two more the, matches. Where, where the fuck was there to go? I don't know, man. I I, I don't I, I do not get the mirror praise at all. I really don't. This boy came this boy came out as hey, I like video games. Oh my god. And it was just like this shit, this shit cool to y'all. Well, that, that wasn't that, but that's why we were excited to see the Redeemer. We got rid of that whack ass other thing he was doing, and then he just do he just do whack ass Bray Wyatt type shit. Speaking of, shout to Kip Sabian in the crowd still with a, a cardboard box over his head. You, <laughs> this, you, this is, I swear this to is, God, this, this is week eighty. This shit is a figment of your imagination. You I, are you, you bro, and Z. You were right, two on, motherfuckers you were right on, on, on the hard cam. You like looking directly at him. First segment of the show, I saw him. I'm not paying attention to sit out loser, yeah. Uh, but that is uh, it for in the trenches. So we we got snitches, uh, lame ass signees, and Black Brandy bitches. at the PC. <laughs> so that that is it. Yo, why did why did Brandy do that, man? <laughs> I'm um I'm uh. Nah, for for yeah. real, why'd you do that? You must think it's open mic night, bitch. <laughs> and now, he has held, frankly, an unbelievable amount of single titles. He is a two-time never overweight six-man tag team champion and two-time KOD six-man tag team champion. He had the longest reign of 346 days as AEW world champion. He is a PWI top. 500 number one ranked wrestler, Wrestling Observer Wrestler of the Year, and a Sports Illustrated Wrestler of the Year. While he sometimes uses the airport in North Carolina, his only go-to candy bar is always the Charleston Chew. He weighed in at 224 pounds to wrestle in his first match tonight in 277 days. He is Kenny! All right, <laughs> AEW. It's so a I show. It. Oh, you, you, I'll get, I thought you were gonna say stinky like you usually do. Not stinky this week. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say stinky, but you know when you gotta take out the trash. <laughs> it's getting like, there. The, like the trash isn't full, but you know you gotta take out that trash. You just know yeah. it'll probably make your place smell a lot better. Um, yeah. If we're right with it. 
This is that show, man. You know, it's um, kind of wild. Only four matches tonight. Yeah. Which is that's, that's not a lot for AW. Usually AW is like five or six a week. But shit, I'm cool with that. And very interesting. A lot of segments. They're, they're, <laughs> and not good ones. Um, I even missed a couple of stuff because I was just like, <laughs> you know, I got to take out the trash. Um, I, I was doing chores throughout this whole shit. Um, this is uh, not a great show, I would say. Uh, well, in my opinion, I didn't feel like this was their strongest show. Uh, not really building upon a lot of that hype that I felt like uh, they could have been doing, uh, like they could have after last week. You know, there was a lot of speculation and shit like that. Um, excuse me. So, CM Punk's back. So, we got the long waited tradition of CM Punk speaks. We're back, baby. CM I'm not Punk mad. Speaks. I'm not mad that CM Punk speaks, though. We need oh, no, we need him fine. to speak this week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but first, but um, all right, when you get into it, though, right? The, all right, let let's let the topics at let's, hand. Let's, let's break it down. First, <laughs> first things first. He's just like you know, we got some big things, and then we got some small things to get out of the way. He calls out Hangman Page, says, Green. "Man, get your bum ass out here, bitch." Green, <laughs> you was talking hella <laughs> shit. And I'm back. What's the fucking word, yo? Let's get it. Your rematch? Let's go. You want it so badly? And I said, why are you doing this when you know that Moxley is good, like Moxley's next? Why are you even why are you even looking at Hangman Page right now? He'll fight them both. Like we know that you're like the end game or whatever's going to be happening is. Punk and Moxley, so I don't even know why he uttered Hangman's name. Called him out. Hangman didn't show up for whatever reason. What the fuck was that? And then, you know, I guess it was like to get him heat, but I think it makes uh, Hangman look incredibly pussy. Extremely pussy. We didn't hear from him the whole night. We didn't get a response. Um, Like, what? What the whole night ain't say shit? Not even a tweet. (laughs) I am a little concerned. That may be the reason they're rushing Moxley, um, Moxley and uh, Punk for next week because they want to do Punk Hangman. They have to build that in two weeks. That is I, not, not. I don't know. What's that Hangman is not a bigger match than Moxley Punk. I'm it's sorry, not, it is absolutely, absolutely not. not. So I the agree. rush to the smaller match is so incredibly stupid. I agree. I'm with you. I, I don't understand the reason to call so it dumb. Like, just have Punk win and then have Hangman be like, I would like, you know, I would like a rematch. Since now that you are like, there is a definitive AEW champion now. And honestly, I feel like a bigger match, an actual bigger match, is Punk Wardlow. Not anymore. That is a. Well, <laughs> Shit, I think a lot of people will go up for that more than uh, Hangman Page. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> Warlow hasn't really done anything in like quite some time, and now he's stuck with that TNT Championship. But I don't, I don't, I don't understand the calling out of Hangman Page and then working or like building up to the much smaller match for your big show in September. Like that shit is so fucking stupid. Um, <clears throat> next. 
Punk, uh, I he's gonna be the heel for this, I guess. Um, well, absolutely. Like after all the shit he said, uh, he's absolutely the heel in this. And then Punk, these words ringing hollow, big dog. He trying to you call. Like, he trying you didn't to like this promo. I actually like this promo this week. I did like this promo. I I thought I thought the, you know, Moxley, not being you know the best dude in his group, low hanging fruit. Um, what is it? Uh, I don't really understand the Eddie Kingston shot there. Uh, I felt that was weird and unnecessary. And then for the hothead that Eddie Kingston is, I'm surprised his ass ain't come out. He just let he that tweeted, shit run. I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he was there. Because he tweeted something like he would say he's like that. He's like that pussy would say something when I'm not there. He said something like that. Whatever. Um. Yeah, I I I, I thought that was odd. Like he came he came for Kingston, but I feel like he should have came for the Blackpool Combat Club instead. He's like an affiliate. He's like the Capadonna of the Blackpool Combat Club at this point. He woo, he woo affiliate. But I mean, what the fuck? You you gonna you gonna uh. You gonna diss Capardano or you gonna diss like uh you know a big dog like fucking uh you know Raekwon or Ghostface <laughs> and, you know a headlining you feel me not no disrespect to Capardano but you know <laughs> why do why I'm the Capadonna. fuck you ain't come at a blame uh bland ass Wheeler Yuta or some shit like why why didn't you come for the people that he is closest to? Maybe he got beef with Kingston. I don't. I'm not sure. Like I uh. And then, you know, Moxie comes out and then, what is it, Punk still talking during his entrance. I was just like, all right, whatever. And then he's like doing snow angels. And I'm just like, well, fucking yawn. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't really get the point of that. And then Moxie kind of barred him up a bit. And then, you know, I don't really believe in Punk's raps where he was just like, you be the heart and soul and I'll bring the money. And I said, nigga, you're not bringing in no money, big dog. We'll you are not you you are not uh uh not not the uh what is it not bringing in truckloads of money big fellow what the fuck is he talking about for real um and then punk since when punk has been money man money man I mean he no, he, was ta- <laughs> he was talking that he was talking to cash shit before too he was talking about how his merch sold more than Cena's and all that stuff whatever the fuck he was talking about back then. I was look, man. I was just happy. I I was happy to see Punk back. I'm happy we had some kind of direction. I thought this was going to be the direction towards All Out, but I guess it's not. I'm very interested to see what the hell they're doing next week. So I know they don't like to do non finishes for stuff. So like, are they really going to have this unification match in a random episode? In what two weeks time? Two weeks of build up? I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm very confused. Very AEW confused. AEW always goes with the worst decision. Oh, I need to see the. I need. To, I need to go on WrestleTix and see the uh, the sales for uh, the Cleveland oh, show, bro. Really? You, you tapped into their Patreon too, big brother. <laughs> shout out to WrestleTix. Eh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. Come on now. I'm not um, on the Patreon, but shout out to WrestleTix anyway. I like that. I like that page. Um, yeah, I don't really for me. This shit ain't nothing. Oh, the, the the brawl that took place after, yo, that brawl was terrible. That brawl was absolutely. I'm sorry, was absolutely <laughs> I'm sorry garbage, that brawl was yo. bad. 
that was a terrible pull apart. That was the worst pull apart I think I've ever seen, bro. Shit, the the punches before the pull apart weren't good. Yeah, that was terrible as well. Um, yo, Wardlow used to handle these security guards, bro. These security guards putting Moxie on skates, my nigga. Yo, Moxie was on the floor crawling, bro. Like, that's how hard they was restraining this nigga. Like, are you kidding me, bro? Tell them niggas to tone it the fuck down. That security was acting like it was real security. (laughs) That shit was crazy. And I don't know. I, I don't know why they kept, like, trying to, like, come back together or whatever. Break it up. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely break that shit up that, that, uh, you know that's that's a that's a a, a pull apart staple something with such someone's had to jump over the crowd to get to the I guy mean, the motherfucker uh what is it mossy went on the ropes and tried to do it like a jumping punch and fucking miss <laughs> like, oh, man <laughs> fuck it these niggas these niggas put y'all they sure put your is. interim cha- they put your interim champion on skates bruh wordlow used to be handling these niggas week in week out um, uh, yeah, I do. I did like that, them doing it. I did like them running it back later on in the show, though. I did. I, I did like that. Why didn't you like that? Because it, it looked like, oh, we got to do it better. You think it was a reshoot? It it felt like a reshoot. Because why didn't they just it? If they would have did it backstage, I would have been fine. The fact that they came back out into the ring with it, I was just like, yeah, this this smells like a reshoot. You know what? You're right. That does make sense. They could have just did it in the back and then they brought it back out. To, to, you're you're absolutely I, right. It sounds like a reshoot. I, de- I, I definitely feel like if you were if they if you were to cut a video package of this shit right now, yeah. they're going to be using only that footage of that pull apart and not the first one. And you know what? And that actually makes a lot of sense now why there was only four matches on the show. They definitely cut that tag team match. So, you know what? Cut the match. Get the get the end. You know what I mean? Oh, whatever mm-hmm. what Tony. Oh, Neese. what tag team match? Oh no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Of, uh, I'm thinking of um whatever Tony Neese was supposed to do. I think Tony Neese probably would have had a match, and they're like, nah, just cut it. Let's get it. Get this angle out. Good. <laughs> Trying to see that shit, man. Um, but no, nah, I I wasn't a really big fan of all that stuff, man. I'm gonna be for real, for real. Uh, well, I felt like it could have been done better. I I did like the like early half of it, but you know, Punk being Punk being heel here. Is very bizarre to me because is it heel or you know, is he just kind of you know being snarky TM Punk? Oh, really? I I don't think people are gonna boo him. Boy, are people absolutely not booing shit? This this man said Mossy is ass and so is Kingston. Two people that these niggas love and they cheered that. Also, I want to talk about how when I said that on Twitter, <laughs> I got stomped out. But when, when Punk says it on TV, it's all right. These you know niggas I mean? cheer, yo. That's crazy. Like these fans figure this out. So, but like, whatever. If you don't want to call, you, you know, if you don't want to call Punk being heel, and you just want to call him being snarky, uh, hey, Punk is God to these niggas, yo. Like, actually, this, this shit, uh, this shit weird. And I know this is the usual Punk playbook be beloved and then you know throw all of that away for like whatever but he's not healed though so um we'll see it is what it is next we got this two out of three falls match between danielson and uh garcia quan talk about it 
That was a very good match. I really enjoyed the match. Um, my my complaint was the commercial breaks and kind of the pacing during the commercial breaks. They were doing like big spots in the commercial spot, which I thought was just like, I feel like Brian should know better of anybody. He'd been wrestling on TV for over a decade at this point. He should know, hey, let's not do a, a, a DDT to the concrete on the outside during the commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but besides that, I thought the match was really good. I, you already know I'm a big fan of uh, Daniel Garcia. Brian Daniels is my favorite wrestler of all time. It wasn't going to be bad to me anyway. Um, I, I I thought the way they did it was a little backwards. I think maybe they should have Brian get the first one and then like maybe have um, Garcia do the Dragon Sleeper and choke him out in the second match. So then he comes into the third third fall kind of fucked up. I think that would have been a better story. But I, I mean, yeah, I, outside I, of that... I felt- that first, that being the first fall, very bizarre. That was weird. I thought that was a weird way to go about it, personally. But um, yeah. But besides that, good match. Um, post match is what we all kind of figured. It's been rumored that possibly Jericho and Brian Danielson would be for all out, which is a match. I'm just, you know, I keep doing this. I keep do. I keep trying to like down credit Jericho when it comes to in ring, and then he has a good match anyway. So I'm not gonna do it this time. I'm sure the match will be good. I guess maybe it's not the guys I, w- I wanted Brian to wrestle. I would guess. I don't know how this feud's going to go. But um, also, it seems like Daniel Garcia is in between um, Brian and whatever JS is doing. So we'll see what happens next week when they have this thing. I think it's going to be a, a swerve, and I think Daniel Garcia is going to still be with JAS. I don't think it's anything other than that. But, um, yeah, besides, I think the match was pretty good. Pretty good match. I don't – I want to say it's – a. I think Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre, if I were to compare it for like matches this week that were better, I would say that match was a little bit better than this match was. Um, um there's a lot of matches this week that was better than that, but uh <laughs> but yeah, that's how I thought about the match. I thought it was pretty good. I felt like this match, like pacing wise and like production, uh not production wise, but like you know, like um the spots are given in the match, I felt like those were uh in the wrong order. Um, a lot of that second half, or like that's uh, what is it during the second fall? Um, what is it? Um, basically, after the first fall, till I guess that we start revving up towards the end, like what is it, Daniel saying getting that roll up for the uh, for his first fall? I was just like, whatever. I was just like, come on, man. I know, oh, I know Mr. it's supposed to be Mr. like Sma- sneaky veteran that's shit. Mr. That's Mr. Yeah, Small, Mr. Small, Mr. Small, Small package. package. Yes. Come on, man. Um, yeah, that shit's whatever to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, uh, I wasn't really interested in this match at all. And then Jericho on commentary definitely uh, helped keep me out of it. Uh, and plus, I didn't really think this feud was that interesting either way. If this leads to Garcia joining, uh, what is it? BCC? The Combat Club? I don't, I don't think so. I think that'd be cool. Oh. If it don't, then I don't care about this at all. It's a swerve. Um, I feel like it's just definitely a swerve. That feels like a Jericho type of thing to swerve that. It is what it is. Uh, pray, prayers up for Garcia. Um, I don't I don't think this is the best. <laughs> You're very <laughs> down on this match. I, I didn't think you'd be this down on this match. What is really it? Didn't. Two out of three falls? Long as shit? Boring as fuck? Um... 
what is it? It's like their first match, but, you know, two more times with Danielson being like, oh, my God, my head hurt so much. Uh, for, like, got uh, for three, uh, two-thirds of it. I, I don't I don't understand why this had to be three uh two out of three falls, but it is what it is. To be decisive, um, this was the the, uh, the rubber match. Let's get this over with. I think Brian won one, Garcia won one. So let's finish it up and make it a decisive victory. I I like that Danielson is you know putting a lot of work or like putting a lot of eggs and chips into Daniel Garcia. Like that aspect of it, I like that a lot. But if he if Garcia wasn't in the Jericho Appreciation Society, I would like this a lot better. Like uh, I like this arc for you know the younger talent coming into the stable more than Wheeler Yuta's, where he was like feuding with like the best friends and shit before he like converted over and then had that match with Moxley. But if this leads into Garcia joining you know Combat Club, I think I'd be a lot you know i'll be a lot higher on this but only the future can tell like uh like this match is cool but i don't really feel like it's purposeful so yet um but we'll get there so well i think i think uh, it's purposeful to get to uh brian Danielson versus jericho and that is not that is not <laughs> that's not where i want i'm not gonna i, I can't do it because i keep looking at my fucking um my spreadsheet Jericho has been having good matches. I can't even deny it. Now, getting people over, that's I can't say he has been, but you know, having pretty decent to good matches, he's been doing it when it like when it really counts. Jericho's really been wrestling. And I can't even I can't even take it from him compared to last that's, year. Absolutely. That's your spreadsheet, brother. Um <laughs> I'm just going to spreadsheet. A spreadsheet don't speak to me at all. But like this match is very like I we've seen uh there was a lot better matches. Uh, and better paced matches uh, earlier this week. And shit, we're probably going to see another one on SmackDown on Friday. So um, kind of is whatever. Uh, I'm I'm glad that they're kind of like working towards something with Garcia, like I said already. But I didn't think this long – I don't think we needed this long-ass match to really get there. But it is what it is. Uh, next, we got our main event. We got the Young Bucks in question mark versus the Lucha niggas. And the music plays. Uh, the, the, uh, the announcer, Justin Roberts, reading this long-ass note. Oh, man, it's Kenny Omega. Oh, fuck, it's Don Callis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, look, when Kenny Omega came out and I saw Don Callis, I was like, oh, God, Don Callis. When I saw, when then, I saw, Kenny, when I saw Kenny Omega, I was just like, okay, he, he looked cool. He looked uh, okay. And then I saw Don Callis behind him. I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to be on commentary again. Like, he don't need to be on that shit, yo. Like, stop the six, 60 man booth for real, for real. Um, but no, but I wanted to bring up, I wanted to bring up the parallels of, um, Kenny taking off his jacket and how I felt about it, and then Cody taking off his jacket and how I felt about it when the, in their two big matches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, bro, like, like my excitement for seeing Kenny come out, like, oh shit, my boy Kenny's back. Okay, cool. We the show needed him, and then he took his jacket off, but that shirt came stayed on. He had that big old arm brace around his whole that torso. Boy, I said, oh yeah, that, no, never mind. That boy had that scuba gear. That <laughs> boy said, got the scuba mind. gear under the shit. I said. You cannot, quote-unquote, like, this is how I know something is wrong. Because 
you come back from your injury, you know, you look worse. And then you still, and, and you're, st- and you still got the brace on. What? How you, how you come back and look worse than you did when you came, when you left. <laughs> Nigga, this is like if fucking punk came back from his, you know, foot injury with a boot on, like you're clearly not ready, bro. I guess and then he never, he, and he never took it off. Yeah. yeah I guess he's ready enough. Um, very interesting. Like, oh my fucking lord, bro. As as for the match itself, it was cool. It was what I would expect from, you know, um the Lucha guys. They don't, you know, not much psychology when it comes to the six man tag matches with them. And the Bucks kind of follow that same kind of lead. Rick Knox was refereeing. I knew what time it was when Rick Knox was refereeing. Yeah, it was just it was just PWG <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's the PWG shit. Um Dragon Lee almost killing a child in the front row. <laughs> uh when they why, started why landing, didn't, why did why didn't security like move the people out of the way like WWE does? Like why just Tell them move when, when Even they started moving the barricade. <laughs> I saw that kid in the yellow shorts, and I say, "Yo, there's a kid in that crowd, yo." And then he did the crowd, and he was like, "Yo, well, fuck the security. Your parent is stupid." Yo. No, the kid moved. The kid moved. The kid no, got out of the, the This the kid still, you know, they still touch the kid like the the parent. Well. The parent might be smart as hell because, you know, if anything happens to the child, you know, know big bang. But sacrificing your child for that shit? Are you crazy? I would have, yo, I would have been a good distance away. (laughs) I don't understand why security wasn't there to tell the people to move out the way. Even even like ECW did that. You know what I mean? They were like, well, lawless, lawless. It doesn't make, it didn't make sense. I mean, it was a a cool spot. It was just like it's very dangerous. Them, you, uh, you're playing with fire. Remember Ray Phoenix used to do that shit too. And he, yeah. Did you take take a guy out in an indie show or something? Probably. Shit. <laughs> Probably himself. Um, <laughs> Probably. That that parent that parent was looking for a bag and he wasn't on protection time, bro. Um, but yeah, that was cool. Andrade fucked up. He probably gonna have to borrow Kenny Omega's little arm sling joint. That boy was holding. That boy was moving like uh, what is it? He was on caution in Resident Evil the whole time. That boy was uh, uh, <laughs> I think he was just selling. Shit. I think he was just selling. That boy couldn't even. That boy could not even. He was breaking up a pen and still like holding his shit. Like I hope he didn't get hurt. That would suck. Um, Since when Andrade sell that good? <laughs> and then um. Yeah, Kenny, I think when he first came into the match, he looked a little off. And then I think he warmed up a little bit by the end. Once he got once he started doing the little snapdragon joints, it's like he was starting to get his wind back a little bit. And then at the end, he kind of was you could tell he was gasket. Boy, that um that uh one wing one winged angel said uh sent Dragon Reed to the quantum realm. Um we ain't seen from him since that boy was knocked loopy. And you could tell you know Kenny fucked up because he was like straight up talking to him in front of the hard cam, like, yo, you good, you good. And then, like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Just, um, I'm not gonna say Kenny looked terrible out there, nor was I expecting him to look like you know 2016 G1 Finals. But like, I, I just, I hope, he, I just hope he didn't rush himself back. That's all I'm really concerned about. Oh, motherfucker, he absolutely rushed himself back. The motherfucker had like, it's, it's, it's not when. Like it's not like when a new Japan dude they come in they like heavily taped up or some shit like that you know this motherfucker had a whole brace on. <laughs> like, come on now he's and then Don Cal is being like it don't matter if he's fifty thirty percent 
we still perform. And I was just like, nigga, if it didn't matter, then he would have been out here a long time ago. <laughs> they was trying to sell that shit like as if Kenny Omega is really like really ready to go. And I, I personally, like from what I saw, I personally didn't feel like he was. But it's also AEW trio shit. So um, is, is this really a good indicator of a man being healthy or not? Um, and then, you know, they have Dragon League. Kenny Omega does the one win angel to a goddamn, what is it, bag of sand. That was Dragon <laughs> yeah, League. And then smoke this shit. Um, and then... Uh, and then the post-match angle. The post-match angle at 10.08 p.m. Eastern, man. Motherfucking... Uh, what is it? Roosh and Andrade want to turn on uh, want to turn Lee. on Dragon Lee, and I found it. It was so funny. As soon as Rush elbow, like, as soon as his form arm connected, it cuts to the elite as if the production truck was just like, "The fuck are they doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and then um, Dragon Lee's mask completely comes on. His face is completely out. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was just that, the whole thing, was, but, and then it was over. Like that whole thing was a mess. I'm not really sure what happened there. Maybe so, that's supposed so, to happen. So, 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 so. A tweet has come out from Lucha Blog. Shout out to them. Andrade's social, uh, hey, so far, uh, not putting up a clip of the attack, has not put up a clip of the attack at all. Production seems to not forewarn or stay on that in uh, in ring angle. Um, yeah, man. Andrade trying to get post- fired, bro. <laughs> You want to go home. <laughs> you want uh, to go Tony, home so bad. <laughs> Tony Khan says uh, post ma- uh, post match action action unexpectedly got out of hand. So you know we can take it for what it is. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so weird. So bizarre. It is what it is. But that was AEW. Let's get into these quick hits. Uh, we got Tony Storm versus some random woman. Uh, Not some random. That's Kylan King. She used to be on AW know, a lot um, back in the day. She was on Dark a lot back in the day. Um, then well, she, she was on what really a lot? T- she was on Dark. She was on what a lot? AEW Dark. Dark. Elevation. She was on what a lot? I believe it's a show called Dark on YouTube. Yeah. So some random Wait, where you can where you can find uh, your woman champion and your former two other women champions and Tony Storm this this Tuesday if you want to watch it. Yeah, so Tony Storm beat on some uh, <laughs> random woman, and then uh, the Gun Club turned on their pops and joined Stokely Hathaway, and I was just like, dog, this this man is forming a stable of people who do not matter at all <laughs> in AEW. Jesus Christ, bro. Um, and then the Acclaim come out, and then now Billy Gunn is with them. Yeah, um, and he was very happy. He got turned on by his own children, <laughs> and then... <laughs> He just basically no-sold it. It's, hey, I'm with the Acclaim now. And they all scissored each other in the middle of the ring. And everybody's happy. The whole crowd went crazy. Um, I don't know. I guess. It <laughs> doesn't matter. This feud is <laughs> feud dumb as hell. Um, next. Uh, we got something you were really upset about. Uh, World yeah, like what are they doing? Versus the, the ROH uh, employees in the pinhead. Um, that is certain, like... It's so funny that Wardlow and FTR are forming a trios and they're not in the trios tournament. Pinnacle, baby. Um, it's I don't I just feel like 
if AEW is only going to do four pay-per-views a year, you should put your most over acts in bigger matches than this. I'm sorry. Wardlow and FTR, probably three of the most over guys you got, are going to wrestle Satnam Singh, Jay Lethal, and who's the other person? Sanjay Dutt. And Sanjay Dutt? Sunday doesn't even an active wrestler. Mm-hmm. What do we do? What are we doing with Wardlow and FTR? It doesn't. It makes no sense to me. Even if you, even if you didn't want to do FTR versus the Bucks for whatever reason, there has to be a bigger match for FTR to be doing. They can't wrestle Swerve and Keith Lee. I don't understand. Who's Keith? Who are they gonna wrestle now? Gun Club? <laughs> Private party, bitch. <laughs> Private party. What are we doing? These niggas wrestling private party, yo. Oh my fucking I, I, I just don't understand. If you look at what, what Wardlow was doing just three months ago compared to what Wardlow is doing now, which is nothing, it it blows my mind how, how they fumble no. Wardlow like this. It, it it really blows my they, mind. They dug up private party for Swerve <laughs> and Keith. Like that's how you know they had no direction of where they were gonna do with these niggas like. That's crazy, you know. They dug a private party. How are, how are they even viable contenders? How are they even viable to even be in the same room as these niggas? Let's look at the rankings. I don't even know what the rankings are anymore. Let's see. Private party, they're not even ranked. I remember because they said it in the promo, they're not ranked, which makes it even funnier. All right. Um, as of that's fucking nuts. Last bro. week, I'm trying to see. Yeah, FTR is the number one contender for the tag team championships, by the way. They're they've been number one for weeks. And mm-hmm. the Bucks are two, and then third is ten in Evil Uno. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Best tag team in the in uh, wrestling right now. I'm t- best tag division in wrestling right now. Best tag, best tag. Remains, you know, they really, to be seen. they they really care about tag team wrestling over there. They really do. They care too much. They put these niggas in a, th- a six man for no reason. This match had they, no stakes. Uh, uh, I don't understand. Twitter said that they care about tag team divi- their tag team division the most. And big old evil WWE, do, you know, they don't care at all. They didn't. Let's be and honest. They, and they, they didn't care. Yeah, really they didn't. And you know what? <laughs> I, I, I was I was low key with them. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you're gonna hate Triple yeah, H's era. That boy <laughs> tag team you to death. Old hey, school man. style tag teams too. Not not, not new shit. He gave you that that uh, AWA early uh, sportatorium. Deadass because because this thing is putting on a six uh, a six women tag at fucking Clash <laughs> on a pay per view. Nigga, this shit would have been a, a, a random match on Raw. That would have been Raw. <laughs> that is a Raw oh, main event Lord. that got built that night. At 8 p.m. and by 10:30, that was the build for the match. That's what you were getting. This shit is funny as hell, yo. But nah, best tag division yet to be seen. Uh, is there anything else that we left off? I'm trying to think off the oh, Jungle Boy and Christian Cage. Boy, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Where were Luchasaurus? I didn't see Luchasaurus tonight. Um, yeah, he I got suspended getting... for slapping Pat. Ah, uh, okay, that's right. Um, Jungle Boy and. Christian K to all out. Do we care? I don't really care. I'm sure the match. No. Fine. Uh, so, so Jungle Boy was talking about more of his goddamn shirt that they didn't get on camera. They got more than fucking the whatever the hell this shirt, uh, whatever the fuck this feud is. He was like, I had this shirt 
and I got in trouble for wearing that shirt. But that shirt truly represented oh. what I wanted to say. So, <laughs> but I couldn't oh. wear that shirt tonight. Nah, you know it was crazy. I know this. I know it hurt him, but um, they were giving him the what chant during his promo. AEW fan don't be doing the what chant very often. Like I feel like if you get the what chant in AEW, you're really stinking it up out there on the mic. AEW um, will cheer anything besides AEW. women. And you got what chance? That is crazy, young yo. I used to really be all for, you know, give them a chance. See if they sink or swim, you know? Take the bike away from this nigga. He's not getting no better. This man is not, that boy is not confident when he talk, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it's really weird. Um also, I was surprised we didn't get a more Malachi Black Sting kind of a storyline advancement. I'm assuming they're probably doing our rampage. Who these niggas? <laughs> oh, I cried laughing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Malachi Black and Sting. <laughs> who, who are these niggas? <laughs> you acting like... <laughs> who is he? Who is these niggas? It's Kylan King, nigga. This is fucking Malachi Black and Sting. I don't who, know. Who are these niggas? <laughs> um... That is it for AEW. I don't know. I'm just uh I can see it in your build, face. This... You're very over the show. You're very over oh, the yeah. right If I <laughs> even if I wasn't tired of work, I'd probably be like, yo, this this uh Kimmel move. I don't know, man. This is um that mo- the Mosley Punk stuff being, you know, that happening tonight and then the match being next week. I'm just like, are you for real? Be fucking for real. It gotta be an angle. I don't think they're gonna have that match. I don't understand why they would do. What could they possibly do at all out then? If it has only thing I can think of is somehow they talked MJF into coming into work, and MJ is gonna be MJF versus Punk, okay, which I still don't know. even know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but, how you know? But I'm saying is like I don't even think it's bigger than Moxie Moxie Punk. So I don't even know why they would save that for the. I, I don't know. Bruh, Moxley Punk, and then you're going to be doing Jericho versus Danielson? Yo, I'm goody, partner. I'm so good. But th- those are your big matches. That, what is it, Private Party versus uh, Lee and Swerve? That's not, ramp- uh, that's not Rampage. Gun- that's, not for, that's not the pay-per-view. That's not Rampage. Uh, what is it? You're going to be getting Acclaim versus Gun Club? Like, these are shits that we have to be looking forward to in the next following week. And then we're going to be getting... That better Gun- be the buy-in. The, and then we're gonna get Thunder Rosa versus uh, was it Tony Storm again? That's not all out, so that's good. Okay, so the all if, if, we're, if we're guessing the all out card so far, it's um Brian Danielson versus uh Chris Jericho, Malachi Black versus Sting of some sort, probably Darby gonna be involved in that somehow. Um, that random six man with your FTR and Wardlow versus the other guys, um Tony Storm Thunder Rosa. Uh, whatever, whoever, whatever our world champion is doing, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> so we don't know this as a punk. Um, the rest that of, I don't know. Cla- Claudia, Claudia, like, Claudia, I don't know. I don't know. Be Claudia fucking for That should be fucking for That should it, sound fly to you, bro. The way it's the way this card's shaping up right now, I don't seem very excited about it. But things can change. You know they're gonna put twelve matches on the show anyway. So I don't. We'll, hey man, we'll what? See. Two quant. Two awesome. mat. Two mat. Two matches. That could make this shit hot for you right now. What's that? 
for for all out like you know he's gonna be announced 12 matches i don't think that shit gonna make it the card any better but what match do you think can improve this card what match improve this took hard um i actually think malachi versus sting is gonna be fun if they do it i really do um i it, I, I wonder what the tag team championship match is gonna be we're swerving keys versus whom I, I really don't know who would be who's not in the trio tournament at this point also, whatever the trio tournament finals is going to be, I'm sure it'll be a fun match. Um, but uh, I have no idea who the who the tag team champion is going to go against. I feel like the contending teams, FTR is already out of it, and Bucks. It might be Bucks Swerve versus Swerve Keith Lee. Oh, because they're going to be they're probably going to be in the finals. So never mind. They, so um, yeah, I guess the next best team would be fucking the acclaimed. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, if we if we get Keith Lee and Swerve versus the acclaimed in the pay per view, I'm going to be Man, I'm riding with him, bro. There's a, there's a, <laughs> it's I'm probably with him, bro. It is about to be the worst all out yet. Um, but let's get into NXT Heat Wave, man. Uh, let's, get, let's, let's get this shit out of the way. But I was here. Yes, they do. But listen to me. I say this with pride. You are one of the best tag teams in all of WWE. Hell. I'd run you guys against the Usos any day of the week. That's how much I believe in you. That is how much I believe in you. You guys, you guys are the future of this place. Hey, that's great, Roddy, that's great. And you can tell the Usos they can get it. But we're just not the future. We're not just the future, right? Because we're the now. And you can say whatever you want to our face because I know as soon as you get a chance, you're going to stab us in the back. All right, NXT Heat Wave, man. The real shit, finally. You know, bullshit out of you, man. Uh, wow. All the right. first Heat Wave many years ago. And I think me and Corey J might be like the same age, so uh, around the same age range. So I'll probably be like two or three uh, for the first uh, Heat Wave. So, well, the first uh, Heat Wave, I think, was like 94. It was 94. Oh, 94? <laughs> I was just, 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 just the big one was 98. The, the, the most famous one is 98. Okay. That we think when we think of ECW Heat Wave, we think of ECW, which our good friend uh Ben Coyle was at. Oh, for real? Shit. Which is uh, he gotta be 50 years old. <laughs> uh, hey man, oh, I, I, I wasn't I wasn't gonna say it. Hey no, Ben, that, if you that, hear this, I, I respect that's you enough. That's that's our guy, man. I'm fucking with him, but <laughs> That was been crazy. Damn. Can you imagine going to ECW show like in his prime? That's like prime ECW too. Yeah, the child. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I know he saw some shit he ain't never seen before I, uh, that night. Um, he probably saw some titties on that show. But all right, man. Let's uh let's get these shows out the way, man. Cause you know, I got a lot of thoughts on a, a lot of these matches because this show had matches that mattered. Um Carmelo Hayes defeats Giovanna Vinci. We got a little bit of shenanigans uh, with Trick Williams that scores Carmelo Hayes to win. Overall thoughts on this match? It was what I expected. Um, very fun spots. Uh, Vinci doing his, his good power spots. He kind of messed up. Actually, you no. Know, at, at first, at first, like third of the match, Vinci seemed kind of off. I don't know if Vinci was off or Carmelo Hayes moving too fast or what was going on. They seemed kind of off at the beginning, but by like, the second half of the match. They, they figured it out, and the match was fun. It was a fun match. Um, I don't really know where Carmelo Hayes goes from here. I guess Wesley, but I feel like Wesley still got unfinished business with Trick. 
So I'm not even sure like what's going on with that. Giovanni Vinci. Hey, you know what? Loki, they can make a roster him right now. I wouldn't even be mad. Send him up. I wouldn't even be um, mad if you about the main roster you have right now. I mean, you've been to NXT, though, NXT long enough. I mean, uh, uh, call ups, whatever. I don't, I don't really know, man. Um, uh, I mean, I you probably do well it. up there. I don't know. You know, I, I don't like to play. I don't like to play the call up game. On his it's different now. It's a different era. New rules. I don't know what the rules are yet, but I don't know what's what's on Triple H's uh, agenda. I think this match is good as well. Um, my only issue is once again that uh, after a Carlo Melo Hayes like title defense or a win for like the pat like you know since the oh my. Sorry, my shoulders since the Cameron Grimes feud. Um, leaves him directionless. Like there's just nothing. There. Yeah, he, he's really just kind of there, just kind of just having matches with dudes. Um Wesley is a possible contender, Nathan Frazier, a possible contender. Uh Axiom, possibly in the future. That's something they could probably uh do. Von maybe Von Wagner. Von Wagner, uh solo. So I mean, he got, got he got guys in the wings waiting. I just I want to just see him in more of a storyline than what he's been in. Instead of just kind of yeah, like uh, I contender number five, two weeks of you know little promos, and then we get to the match. You know what I mean? Yeah. I need definitely I definitely need something more story focused. Uh yeah. we'll just do here. But we'll see what happens in that due time. But right now, as I said like last week, I'm not really uh I'm I'm just to be frank, I'm getting bored with the title reign. Mm-hmm. Me too. I'm, uh, I'm kind of bored I'm, with all of NXT title reigns, honestly, except for yeah. who are the tag champs? The uh, Casey, uh, K- Casey and Katana. No, the men. Oh, the men. Uh, the Creed. Oh yeah, 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 no, they're cool. The Creeds are cool. Creeds are cool. But um, yeah, the are the other ones, all the single titles. I haven't really cared about much of any of them. I, I would, I, 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 uh, I would say, and I think we said it last week. That like a lot of the non-title feuds are like incinerating like way hotter than the fucking like title feuds yeah um literally like each one of these title reigns here they're all just challenger number five yeah who's next okay i want to know who's next there's no real like i mean they try with them they tried with the joe gacy Braun breakers of it just didn't hit you know what i mean uh, they tried to make a story out of it with the dad and everything the one that kind of has like the most effort here, I feel like put into it is definitely uh Zoe Star and Mandy Rose. Uh they had the uh what is it, the battle royale. Mm. You know, she made a proposition with Jade, which like, you know, it had other interwoven it, pieces. Like it had yeah, other, yeah, it had other women involved and stuff like that. Nikita oh, gets Carmella. involved now because she's with the team, she teamed with Zoe on Friday. So yeah, yeah it's like, you know, like there's a there's a lot of moving parts there, you know. Yeah, with Braun Breaker, Breaker and JD, they was in their own isolated universe having promos with each other and kind of whatever. Are we um, in the Braun verse? <laughs> Braun kind of in his own is he is he the Cody of uh NXT? Uh, I I think I think Carmelo Hayes is more in his own universe than uh than Braun like Breaker. Carmelo got a lot more movement parts in his city. Yeah, like he feuding with like four different guys. Braun Breaker, when he feuds with somebody, it's just that one person. 
for two months. And you didn't and really interact with anybody else. Sorry. Um, non-title match, which is... So I feel like this, this feud and the women's title are coming at a collision course. Like, it's, you know, they both went on other sides of the track, but the track still meets at one point, and it is Cora Jade versus Roxanne. Uh, Cora Jade wins here, getting her first heel win. She's been losing a lot, so I think it's very, uh, I think it's very fitting that she won here, just to solidify her little heel. Yeah, you know, she just needed something going on. You can't just be... We need to extend extend that feud. You know what I mean? We can't... Yeah. It can't just be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <With no laughs> you gotta wins. win something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the match was cool. I I feel mm-hmm. I, I'm a little, I'm still kind of like, I'm not sure about Cora Jade's in ring ability. I think she did everything she needed to do, the heel work. She, she um didn't work too fast. I feel like sometimes she's a little off sometimes. Um, Roxanne's a great baby face. I think she has a great comeback. And mm-hmm. yeah, the match was cool. Just a cool match. I, obviously, this isn't the blowover. There's gonna be more to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cora Jade in ring. Uh, I think she's fine, serviceable. I think, like, yo, yeah. I think everybody in NXT right now, like, I don't feel as if anybody is out, like, outright bad. Um, well, I think it's the work. I'll say that much, but no, I don't think anyone's yeah. bad. I, I, uh, I, I don't feel as if, uh, I don't, I don't really have a problem with the quote-unquote like work rate of 2.0 right now. I think I just have a lot of problems with like the folk, like the people's characters. Um, but that's overstated. I'm not saying it anymore uh, on this episode. Um, but I thought this match was really cool. We're going to see what happens going forward and see where uh, Roxanne Cora J goes on from here. Uh, everybody is kind of using a lot of the, you know, this is going to be your new Tommaso Ciampa, Gorgano thing. I think that's going to turn a lot of people off, but those were some of the biggest feuds in NXT. And those were some of the hottest feuds in that black and gold, like sort of era. So y'all just going to have to hold that. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that drastic. We're going to be like a whole like year long feud. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, Hey man, as long as they keep the pieces moving, it could be, you know, as long as like, they're not just extending it for no fucking reason or, you know, the feud extenders are like, bad i shit it could go on as long as it likes yeah um any other thoughts about the match before we move on here no not really okay. i think it was a fine if i i just know this is not this is the beginning yeah so i'm expecting very, very much more in the in the rematch yeah uh excuse me wake up kid come on huh? motherfucker i cannot wait to sleep right now <laughs> um Tony D'Angelo versus uh, Santos Escobar. If Santos wins, uh, he gets to set his family free. If he loses, he has to leave NXT. And this match, man. Now, I don't think this match was all that great. However, I, it was good. I, however, star-making performance by Santos Escobar. If you, if you didn't think Santos was a star before this match, this mm-hmm. match was solidified. He, he went all out. The crowd was in the palm of his hand from the moment he came out. He, the superstar entrance, he came out with the with the whole hood and he coming out of the streets. I mean, like the whole presentation, just it was just like for a go home. I mean, for a, a farewell match, you couldn't have a better like hero's welcome than that. Yeah, that was that was like a, a 
That would be that was perfect. You couldn't ask I, for a better go home for Santos. I, I I like the match a lot, and you know Tony D'Angelo still not really uh <laughs> not really doing much. I feel like he really got like the character like sorted down. Like you know he's a mafioso, so like you know yeah he, he got the whole thing. You know got the whole act he, together. He, he needs one more guy again. He needs one more guy too. Yeah, definitely. Just having just having yeah, one crony S- doesn't work. It doesn't work. S- S- Santos came out deed up, and then he just had the one goon. <laughs> yeah, you need more than one goon, bro. Um. I think once uh, Santos really started doing, you know, a lot of the uh, Lucha Libre stuff and, you know, Tobe's, Heracaranas, all that shit, Tony D'Angelo was yeah, looking that, lost out there. The baby face moveset? Dog, that uh, suplex two, two through five was not saving <laughs> him at that point in time, bro. Hip toss three was not coming into play. Dog, Santos was really outworking this motherfucker for real. But, of you course. know. Been wrestling since 2000. <laughs> yeah. I, I would hope so, but um, <laughs> yeah, man, I thought it was a fun match. You could obviously mm-hmm. tell, said I think you know, Santos is obviously a star. I don't think his purpose in NXT was ever that. I feel like it was always kind of just to get other guys over and kind of coach mm-hmm. them through matches. I mean, if you just look at the feuds with like you know, carrying cross, or even when he first came in, he was doing the, the cruiserweight guys, you kind of working with them. You could always tell he's always been kind of like the lo- the locker room vet, in ring vet, kind of the coach, in ring coach. And I think he did a, he did his job really well. He never won any big feuds, but he didn't need to. It didn't matter in the end. You can tell by just the reaction he had when you know when he came out. This guy is a superstar. I'm and I'm really excited to see whatever happens on the main roster, whatever show he's on. I think he's going to show out. Sorry, I just saw something really funny in the group chat, but I agree as well. Um, and also, like you know, I'm not a real I'm not a real big fan of like you know interferences and stuff like that. You know that sort of thing. Uh, sometimes it like you know takes the air out of it a little bit for me. Uh, you know, just nitpick personal cyricisms and shit like that. But I felt like Elgato's you know involvement and little interferences and you know all those little uh, spots it made, it made, that it made the story you know, come together. Yeah, I, I loved it a lot. It was it was all great. I love the finish. That like we like we're both gonna grab our objects and we're both like it didn't feel it it legit to me did not feel as if neither of those guys slowed down. It was just like yeah. quick draw. Whoever like for yeah. real for real whoever fucking hits it first. I, I, I want to say Triple H Stone Cold did that finish. I don't remember the match. But I remember they did a finish very similar to that. I I love that. Like it, like for this feud to be like this feud is the end. So yeah. for that little, you know, it, uh, and it's been based off of people get hit with weapons the whole time. Like it's been the whole yeah. kind of crux of the feud. That, so the end, that, to end the end with a weapon shot. The 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 quick draw, you know, yeah. the, the the fucking Rocky. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. The punch to the, to the uh, crow war. I thought it was great. I absolutely loved it. So uh, I'm very high on this match, man. I'm very curious where uh, Tony D'Angelo goes after this. Um, next, my I'm not I'm not even gonna cap you down. My match of the night. You're very Mandy high on Rose this match. Versus, I really like this fucking match. You know? <laughs> what is it? I I felt like you know since stand and deliver and. I don't know. May, maybe it's, uh, the Saray match. I, I, I was a little mixed on the uh, on the uh, the Saray match, but Mandy's been stinging it up to me for real. This is like, Mandy's best. This is Mandy's best work, work probably since Stand and Deliver. I agree. 
at first, you know, I was just like, you know, let's let's get this Zoe Stark train moving, you know, let's get this off Mandy. Maybe we could like, you know, work towards something different or, you know, start moving. When this match started getting going, I was just like, hold on. She kind of snapping, yo. <laughs> Maybe we could stay toxic a little bit longer, yo. Like, no, this, we, we could just go. hold the fuck out, yo. Um, I, re- I really felt like, man, uh, you know, uh, Zoe Stark was selling the fuck out that leg, man. Um, Mandy was working the fuck out that leg. I love that. That another finish that I really liked as well. Where she took her knee brace off and then that hit was the creative. knee. Come on, son. That was pretty good ending. That was a good finish. Um, Come on, man. NXT she was working. NXT loved doing some knee brace spots, huh? Mm-hmm. They love doing that. Um, yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun finish. I will say that was probably the best I've seen from Mandy Rose in a minute. Also, Zoe, probably the best singles Zoe Stark match I've seen since she signed. Um, it was mm-hmm. a really good. It was a fun match. A very fun match. Um. Mandy, Mandy, still, she, 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 she definitely. If it wasn't true before, she definitely got the best V trigger in wrestling right now. Hey, hey man. after tonight, after tonight, I gotta say, she got, she got the best V trigger. It's hers now. It's her move. It's Amen. <laughs> it always has been. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? okay. <laughs> it always has been. So, so, soon as she started busting them out, I said, "Damn, <laughs> Amen." What do you like? What do you like more? Do you like uh, her V trigger or Nikki Bella's uh, Masawa forearm? Uh, I... she got really good forearms. Like that's, that's fucking a really, really good forearm. Bizarre, like. uh, and it but, works because uh, she's uh, big. You know, like she's small. Like, Nikki Bella's a big mm-hmm. girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I I'm 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 gonna go with uh. I'm gonna go with Mandy Rose's V trigger because I know it. I know it annoys people when you say that she got the best knee. I feel like too, too many people are pro uh, the Nikki Nikki Sawa uh, meme. So not as, I'm not as fun. Not as fun Yeah, it's not as fun to get people mad. Um, but nah, man, I, I really fucked with this match, yo. Uh, you know, I was going in i wasn't pro mandy she proved me wrong Let, let's get this train going and as far as like uh who who she gets next i feel like maybe we could get another uh you know one more feud while i guess cora jade and roxanne kind of do like some more stuff and then uh or or we do we do a triple threat cora jade versus um Versus Roxanne versus Mandy Rose for the championship. And then Mandy Rose gets pinned. She's out of there. And then they can continue the feud with the belt if they want to go that route. But I think next for for uh, Mandy must be Mako Tatamore, right? If the rumors are true, where we're going with, you know, the direction. Yeah, you know what? I, I, uh, I was thinking that. I was just like, you know, for Worlds Collide, let Mandy take a loss at Worlds Collide. And then that's when your downfall of toxic attraction or like your downfall of Mandy really starts. Cause she's not beating Mako. I'm sorry. Oh, yo, my nigga. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> she's not beating Mako, bro. Let me talk to you, bro. <laughs> Don't get no fucking bright ideas, bro. Um, Do we know where um, Worlds Collide is going to be? Is it going to be in UK? I, I don't think so. Because this is my um, thing. They're not going to put it on at the same exact time as All Out, are they? I can't see them doing that. Hey, man. If they do, huh, huh, that's kind of wild. Say, they, you they, know they what side get, I'm on. They're going to get stomped out if they do that. They do not, that's not I a smart move. 
Who the fuck they gonna get stomped on by? It must it must be during the day. I'm assuming they're gonna do that show during the day. It's gonna be a day show. Do it at the same time as All Out, so I got a reason not to watch it. You feel me? We're gonna have to watch All Out. You cannot watch All Out. (laughs) Nah, man, you watch All Out. I watch Worlds Collide, man. You feel me? You can't watch both. I'm tapped in. Um, (laughs) but nah, I really enjoyed the match a lot. I I really did enjoy it. I thought Zoe started did some good shit there, and then. Mandy Rose also did her thing as well. Uh, next, um, let me tell you. I was ready to turn this goddamn show off. <laughs> was it Man, feeling JD to, versus Braun? To, to, to me, Mandy and uh, Zoe Stark. That, that was the main to, event? That shit felt like the main event. When I say, goddamn, it's only 940? I said there's more? I was ready to cut this shit off. This match... This feud has no heat. Not this shit has nothing for me. I was not feeling this match at all. It was fine. If you ask me to tell you anything about the match, I don't really remember it. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> I know it's not. But I liked it at the time. It was it was fine. I, I don't really. <sighs> I got nothing. For I know. It. I know JD's a good wrestler. I know Braun's a good wrestler. So like, in the match, we could, I, I disagree with you. There was no real heat. I wasn't very interested in what was going on. I don't think that the problem, I think, like I said last week, I think they needed some physicality before the match. Mm-hmm. They're like up the intensity of this view. Cause it, it just felt like they were just sitting there just talking. I was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what JD Madonna is saying. And Braun, and, yeah, I know what Braun's and say. Braun and Braun doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was just like, okay. Yeah, this, this, this felt like a very much like throwaway match. Like we had to, we had to give Braun something to do before we give him his real big feud, whoever that mm-hmm. may be. At this this point. We'll see. Um, and then after the match is over, obviously Braun Breaker wins, and then t- uh, you know, Tyler Bate comes out, and then we're gonna be talking about a, a lot of the NXT UK folks that are coming through uh in quick hits. But I saw that and I said, Yeah, that's a real nigga right there. Uh let, 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 let's go, let's let's go ahead and crown crown the kid, man. Uh I'm I'm done with the Braun experiment. We're done. Or uh, do you, do, I'm do you personally, think, I'm do you, done. Do you think that um, Tyler Bate Braun is going to be a like a a unification champ match? Champ versus champ. It's not going to be. I don't think it's be unification. So yeah, I mean, I, I know Braun would go over, right? If it was a unification, no, just if it was a match. I think in general, I think Braun would go over um, Tyler, right? Shit, I'm going. I'm Tyler can take the loss. I'm I'm rooting the fuck against Braun Breaker. Uh, I'm I'm done, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. and until there's a change in his sort of character that you know he decides to talk more, or you know, uh, I think he talks. I'm not gonna say he doesn't talk. He well, talks. S- says something with substance. Um, I'm 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 just not really with it. I'm definitely gonna be on the Tyler Bate train for for this. And with NXT UK being, you know. Uh, not having shows for this foreseeable future. Uh, they can't find another mm. venue anywhere. It doesn't make sense to me. Man, they was probably nope. doing that shit for the low shit. I know they probably we trying to spend no bread. Honestly, <laughs> they, got the, yo, they got they got them doing on, the show in the PC in the coming weeks. Come on now, hey man. NXT UK, what they did over there was really great and shit like that. But you know, you writing <laughs> you writing write the eulogy. It's over. I ain't, I, I ain't, I ain't breaking the bank because I know for sure that show ain't bringing no goddamn money. 
Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, making no bread off that. I, yeah. the, the pandemic really fucked them over, man. It really did. The pandemic fucked up whatever momentum NXT UK did have. They were just coming mm-hmm. off of Worlds Collide. You know what I mean? That was a pretty decent-sized crowd. Like, people were invested in NXT UK, and then as soon as that, um, the pandemic hit, they just weren't having shows for, like, six months. Everything mm-hmm. was just done. It was done. And then they came back to the silence. It, was just, it just didn't hit. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Uh, let's get into each quick hits, man. Uh, Grayson Waller is going to have Apollo Crews on his, uh, on his talk show. Uh, the Super Diva. Quincy Elliott in the small freaking man. I like oh, that nickname. Sorry. I really like that nickname. The Super I, Diva. Uh, yeah. Fire, bro. Let, 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 let's see what we rocking, bro. Um, have you watched him at all level up? I have not watched him on level up. I haven't watched him since time. that first uh the first match that he had uh yeah, when he was I gonna join been. Joe Gacy and stuff like that. I'm glad that even that even not associated with Joe Gacy, he still got to you know do this whole thing. So um I think that's cool. I think that's great. Um, Vaughn Wagner. <laughs> King Vaughn. King Vaughn. He was like, niggas not safe. And I was just like, hey, you tell him, bro. Niggas is not that safe, nigga was talking. That nigga was talking like he won that match last week. <laughs> 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 or two weeks ago. That boy talking crazy. That's but uh, we're going to get... Him. We're going to get Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Stratton and Wendy Chu in a lights out match. I don't know what that entails. I feel like this match should have been on Heat Wave, but if they're gonna have a lot of time to themselves on, you know, you know have their own NXT period, it. yeah, go go off Queens, uh, burn the house down, make it bright. Um, we finally saw what Julia saw, and I don't know about you, that might be in his mind. <laughs> nah, yeah, I saw I saw uh, my man tap on the mat. I saw Tony D. I you for a second. When I was watching, I was like, yo, I was like, is Roddy Strong going to be in the D'Angelo family? Is that what we're doing? And then they didn't do what I wanted them to do. They ended up, um, yeah. we, we got, we'll, we'll see what happens. We got, we got them boys on top, the, the Gallus boys, as, uh, as Mark called them. Gallus. 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 Um, shout, 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 shout out to Gallus. Um, but yeah, them, uh, they showed up, put the, put the beats on Diamond Mind. I feel like whenever Diamond Mind is just about to break up, they find something to like fight. <laughs> Keep, yeah, keeps together. They, they, yeah, they find something to uh, a common goal to fight towards. Um, <laughs> so I just think that's really funny. Um, are you yeah, excited to see cool, Gallus? Are you excited to see Gallus on? I think they've done everything they can on UK TV. So I'm, even though I'm, even though Mark Coffey is the uh, the cup holder right now, so I don't uh, so I don't know what they do with that. But shit, I'm shit. actually pretty excited to see um, Gallus. I like I really like Wolfgang and Mark Coffey. Joe Coffee, I'm kind of eh, on, but mm-hmm. if they're doing um, Wolfgang and Mark Coffee, the tag team again, I'm with it. I mean, that's all cool. Uh, we'll see what happens uh, leading up into Worlds Collide. I don't think they'll be having a bad match or anything like that. So that'll be all cool. That match could go um, crazy. You know what I'm thinking about it. Diamond Mine versus yeah. uh, versus Gallus. That's gonna go crazy. Yeah, man. I'll be looking forward. I'm looking forward to a lot of matches on Worlds Collide. Uh, Last thing, last. Um, NXT UK is here, man. We got a uh, like we said UK earlier, Asia, NXT uh, NXT UK is not really having any uh, shows for the foreseeable future, and they hinted at Worlds Collide at the end of the show uh, with the face off between uh, Braun Breaker and Tyler Bate. So we got like uh, like we just talked about, we got Gallus showing up, and they also barked at um, the Rednecks, which I'm just like. <laughs> 
nigga. Get them belts I like off the, the niggas, right, man. I, I like the rednecks, man. I'm, I'm fucking with them. They grew on me. I'm fucking with them. Uh, a lot of shit grew on you, man. Um, we got Blair. We got Blair Davenport stealing. Uh, what is it? Indy Hartwell's little card and then ripping it up. I feel like Indy should have swung on her right there. Should have swung on her right yeah. there. She pussy. But it is what it is. We got Blair Davenport. Uh, her face was shiny, boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, put the baby uh, oil on that shit. <laughs> but it is what it is. And then you know Tyler Bate pulled up, and hopefully we get a challenger for Mandy. Uh, next week we'll see what happens. Yeah, Mako comes out man. next week, bro. Man, <laughs> listen, it's a wrap. For, it's a wrap for Mandy. Yeah, and the thing about Mako too, she brings the best out of everybody she works with. She made it. I remember, I'll never forget that match she had with Killer Kelly. She made Killer Kelly look like a superstar. We ain't mm-hmm. seen Killer Kelly since. I don't know where she been at. She's in she impact retired? now. Is she in impact? Uh, no, nah, she she took she took a uh, she took a hiatus uh, for okay. a little bit. She was like banged up and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, she came back and she's on impact. Hey man, she brings she brings the she brings the best out of Mandy, man. Let's keep this toxic train going. Hey man, if Mandy and Mako have a classic, we might have to have a talk. Hey, there might be some discussion to be had. I'm telling I'm telling y'all right now, Mandy have better matches. I'm getting more toxic. That's just how it goes. Why would I want the person that's having, uh, you know, what? Uh, I was about to contradict myself. And go, uh, I'm not going to say that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if Mandy's having cool matches, shit, let's keep it going. Let's keep it rocking. Uh, you know, can we say that the same for Carmelo Hayes? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, that is it for NXT 2.0. Uh, you can follow us on our brand new YouTube channel. Uh, hey, War hey, Report hey. clips soon to come, soon to happen. We'll see when. Um, we have a great charity uh, to get the Brooklyn uh, Wrestling Club. Uh, some kids get them to WrestleMania. The link is in the show notes. Uh, every dollar counts. Uh, every dollar we have counts. a I'm we have go, a Patreon. I'm about to start, like, for myself. Shit. This point, no, the way them tickets moving, I need help to get there. Shit. Oh my god. But also, um, please, but before you donate to me, donate to the kids first, please. Thank you. I want to cut that out so bad, but I'm gonna let it rot and show that you're an asshole. I said I said get the kids first. No, I'm gonna cut that part out. I said kids. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC, where you get shows like this. Uh, the A-Show Rewriters Room uh, a day early, and you can get our Patreon-exclusive shows like Spot Callers, um, uh, Legendary Runs, Rewriter, uh, not Rewriters Room, Evasion Diaries, Draft Diaries, uh, what's the, uh, the X8 Diaries, stuff like that, and other uh, Patreon-exclusive content. If, uh, if you pre-ordered our shirts, thanks. That's all. Um, wow. Yeah, shout out, shout out to you, man. You're going to be dripped out uh and then you know you can follow us on twitter uh well you can follow the a show on twitter at the a show rnc you can follow kwan at the comeback spot and you can follow me on twitter at cyrus on twr everything is in the show notes it's been a very long day for your boy time to wrap it up it up wrap it up uh if you are a patron thank you for uh being a patron um 
life is very busy. So the most that we can get for you right now is putting out these episodes as early as I possibly can. Um, we'll probably start, uh, we're going to start brainstorming for a lot of things leading up to our 200th episode. So that should be fun. Um, so we're probably going to uh, kind of keep stuff close to the, uh, close to the chest um, and they come out crazy for that. Uh, but yeah. Bye-bye.